We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King, and as you can tell, my voice is back. I'm no longer nasaled. I'm feeling good. Oh, it feels so good. You know when you're sick and you're just like, oh my gosh, will I ever know what it'll feel like to not cough up a lung or sneeze or (laughs) what does my voice sound like? It's so funny. It felt like forever. It was only two weeks, but I'm just so happy to be feeling good again and starting to get back into my routines and such. So let's dive into today's topic because I've had a couple people ask me about relationships and I thought, you know what, instead of us talking about this behind the scenes, let's freaking go. Let's talk about it in real time on the pod. So here is the deal. No matter what you're working on in your life, We all have hard and painful relationships that most likely need some healing. And relationships are kind of like a playground for thoughts and belief systems. And it's very revealing to how your relationships actually affect your life. So we're going to talk about relationships. And then we're also going to talk about the manual because this concept my coach Brooke taught and it's life-changing. So let's dive into relationships because I think we're confused about how relationships work. I know in the past that I thought that I had to control people in order to feel good. And I would have rules for my relationships and would have expectations of how these relationships should be. And when I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about friendships, family relationships, partners, coworkers, bosses, all that jazz. And really, when it comes down to what a relationship is, it's literally our thoughts about another person. Think about this. You might have a friend that you love so much and someone else might not like that friend at all. Why? Your friend hasn't changed. They are who they are, right? Now, the other person that doesn't like this friend might have a different experience because of the thoughts that they have about her or him or they. So the other person's relationship with your friend depends on that person's thoughts about your friend rather than your friend themselves. Now, this is super important to know because your relationships with anyone depends on your thoughts about them. And your thoughts about them will depend on your expectations of them and how they will meet those expectations. So think about this. You can't have love for someone. You can have loving thoughts when you think about that person. You can't be mad at someone. You can only have thoughts that make you mad because what? Thoughts create how we feel. So if you're feeling mad, it's not at that person, it's because of the thoughts you have about that person. This also is true when we say someone hurt our feelings. It's not that they hurt your feelings. It's just that you had a thought that hurt. So once you truly understand this, 
your relationships will never be the same and they will fully transform and they will be better in so many different ways. And why is this? That's because adults, you, me, our parents, our friends, people in our life, adults, they get to do whatever the hell they want to do. Let's be real here. Like they're going to do whatever they want to do anyway. So trying to control them is a waste of time. Think about it. When you try to control someone, they don't like it. You don't like it. You're an adult. Most likely when someone tries to control you, you most likely don't like how that feels either. And the beautiful thing is like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And this doesn't make you selfish. It just makes you a human being with free will. You are not responsible for how someone feels if they don't want to do something. Now, you might want to do it because they want you to do it, but this is a different feeling than you thinking you have to do something because that person might be mad at you or upset if you don't. Do you see the distinction there? The truth is you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything, so we can just let that go. The deal is someone else doesn't have to do something either. Adults, they lie, they cheat, they steal, they come home late, they smell bad, they leave their shit all over the place, they don't follow through on commitments. Like adults are gonna do what adults are gonna do. Now you can be upset and you can be angry, you can be passive aggressive, give them the cold shoulder, freak out all you want. You can totally do that. But when you start to let go of this idea of trying to control another human, you start to realize how much energy you're wasting trying to get others to act a way that makes you feel better. And the thing is, like, if you want to feel happy, that's your responsibility. Your happiness is on you. So you just would need to work on your thoughts to feel happy. You don't have to change another person at all to feel happy. And what's so great about this is others are going to truly appreciate when you do this. Oh my gosh, they are going to appreciate when you stop trying to control them. Nothing is better, and I know you know this, is when you're with people or someone who just loves you for who you are and isn't trying to make you a better version of yourself. Nothing is better than that. And especially if you're into personal development and you love growth and most likely you do because you're here hanging out with me. I know when we see someone that like has so much potential and we're like, oh my God, I just love you so much. If you just did this, you'd be so much better. That's not love. That's manipulation. What's great is allowing them to see the changes in you and maybe they might want to get curious and try it on for themselves, but not because you want them to do it so you can feel better. Now, one of those things that is super interesting about relationships and wanting someone to do something so you feel better, if you want something done and you just do it yourself, it actually is so much more fun because you want to do it, not because you're trying to guilt someone else into it or someone's trying to guilt you into it, right? So someone wants you to do something and it's you, you genuinely want to do it, it feels great. But when you don't want to do it and you feel guilted into it, that feels terrible. And that's how it feels towards another person when you try to control them. So our work is just letting go and letting adults be adults. So that's relationships. Now let's talk about relationships with ourself. Because if relationships with other people are thoughts about them, what is a relationship with yourself? Well, you guessed it. Your relationship with yourself is based on your thoughts about you. Having an amazing relationship with yourself is simply committing to thinking awesome thoughts about you. Now, it really 
sounds so easy, right? But why is it so hard? Why do we have the most negative thoughts about ourselves? Well, our brains are conditioned to look for the bad and to judge. That's just how our brains work. And we spend so much of our mind's energy judging ourselves that we often have very little energy left to love ourselves on purpose. And this is a unconscious thought pattern and, and it's a habit. And it's, it's a hard, it's a tricky one to break because I don't think our society really supports self-love very much because there's this belief that self-love and thinking that we're awesome is selfish and the exact opposite is true. You know, people might look at you like you're conceited or they might think that, you know, if you're running around being like, I'm amazing, that it's some sort of bragging and it's not. You're amazing. And I think that you should spend more time talking about how amazing you are instead of spending all your time criticizing yourself for all the things that you're not. Now, you can't take credit for your amazingness because the universe created you and that's who can take credit for you being an amazing human being. But you can take responsibility for recognizing and honoring that you are awesome. And when you do this, you will have an amazing relationship with yourself and you're not gonna spend so much time arguing and putting yourself down, guilting yourself, bullying yourself into changing. If you spent that same amount of time that you spend being angry with yourself and hard on yourself and you turn that energy into loving, encouraging energy, and focusing on acknowledging yourself and your commitment to yourself and the progress you've made, you will have such a better time in your day-to-day -day life. You know, a lot of times when I ask people if they enjoy spending time with themselves, they say no. They like have to be constantly stimulated or around people. And I can totally relate to that. That's how I was in my mid-20s. I hated to be alone. I hated to be with myself. I only liked myself when I was around other humans. And I found that it was because I was so afraid of being left alone with my thoughts. And I didn't know what to do with those thoughts because they were so negative and so critical. And I just deeply hated who I was behind closed doors. And I knew that had to change. And what was crazy was like my relationships all reflected this type of behavior. And it wasn't until I started to change the relationship with myself did all of my other relationships transform. And now I have some of the best relationships I've ever had. And I'm still constantly working on it. And there's still things that come up that are in my blind spots. And when I am constantly trying to stimulate and escape out of how I'm feeling or keep myself busy, I just have to slow down and ask myself, what's up? Spend some time with you, sis. And it's really, really empowering. And it's so much more fun than, than the alternative. Bullying ourselves and being mean to ourselves does not get us results. In fact, it takes us further away from where we want to be. And like I said, when you do this, your relationship with yourself and everyone in your life transforms and everyone benefits when you have a great foundation, a great relationship with yourself. So now I want to talk a little bit about lovability because I know personally when I, I, I didn't think that I was lovable. I literally had this block that I was very hard 
to love because of my past and the actions that I would take and my behaviors and just who I was in the world. And when I started diving into self-love work and I started recognizing my negative thought patterns and I started taking care of my mind and my body and just like overall well-being, I realized that I don't have to do or be any differently to be loved more. And When I really started to understand this, it's because my ability to be loved is not about me. It's about the other person. It's about their thoughts about me, right? My lovability has to do with another person's capacity to love, not the other way around. And this is really, really important to understand because our lovability is absolute. If someone doesn't love you, it's a reflection of them, not you. And if you don't love someone, it's a reflection of you, not them. And that's because love is an emotion and it comes from our thoughts. So if you don't think you're lovable, don't blame yourself for not being lovable because you are 100% lovable. There's nothing more you can do to be worthy of love. And the opposite is true as well. If you are loved tremendously, this is literally an indication of a person's ability to love, not you. And when we try to act a certain way or do certain things to manipulate how someone perceives us, that's not true and authentic, right? That's a form of manipulation. People pleasing is a form of manipulation because we're trying to act a certain way to control how someone thinks about us and ultimately loves us. And that just will never feel good because you abandon yourself, your truth when you people please. So the only thing that can change how much someone loves you is their ability, decision, and capacity to love. So you can relax because you are as lovable as you will ever be. You are infinitely love. You came into this world as love and you will forever be love. You always have been. So remember, the relationship with yourself is based on your thoughts about you. So what are your thoughts about you? Do you agree that you're 100% lovable and there's nothing more you can do to be worthy of love? If you don't love yourself... It's a reflection of your choice not to love yourself, not your lovability. There's a huge difference there, friend. You are the object of your love, but your lovability will depend on your willingness and capacity to love yourself unconditionally. And this all comes down to how you treat yourself because the way that you treat yourself and the way that you take care of yourself reflects your thoughts about you. And this is so incredibly important. The way that you treat yourself reflects on your thoughts about you. So we're going to take action from this place. You are going to do a little self-appreciation exercise. In your journal, I want you to write down and make a list of all of the things that you appreciate about yourself. They can be big. They can be small. I want you to write down at least 10 things, but if you can get to 20, that would be amazing. And you can, of course, add to this list. So just having this practice of self-appreciation and doing this regularly is going to shift 
big time. So Mel Robbins just came out with this book called The High Five Habit, and I haven't read it yet, but she's been on you know the podcast circuit, and I've seen her doing challenges and all these awesome things. But she basically developed and researched that when you give yourself like a little bit of appreciation first thing in the morning, like giving yourself a high five in the mirror, you stop criticizing yourself and you give yourself that little like boost of dopamine first thing in the morning. Because think about this, when you high five someone else, right? Like we're so good at celebrating other people and we have such a hard time celebrating ourselves and we spend so much of our thoughts about ourselves super negative. So when you do this, this can transform your day. So something that I've done the past couple of days because I just love Mel Robbins and she's just very um, tactical and keeps things really simple is in the morning before I start getting dressed, I give myself a little high five. I look myself in the eye and I say, nice job waking up today, sister. And whatever I need to hear today, I just say it in the mirror. And it really does make a huge difference because celebrating ourselves first thing in the morning is going to create a positive ripple through the rest of the day. So do this practice. Try the high five habit. Make a list of things that you like and appreciate about yourself and watch how that compounds and compounds. And I honestly think that you will be amazed at how much better you feel about yourself and your relationships. All right, my friend. So this shall be part one of relationships. We talked about the relationships and next week I'm going to dive into the manual work because it is life changing. It is so great. So I hope that you were able to shift a little bit of self-love and even how you look at relationships, noticing the relationships you have in your life and the ones that you're trying to control and how it would make you feel if they would behave differently is a game changer. And I'm excited to dive in next week um, to a practice that can really truly transform the relationships you have in your life and ultimately give you so much energy back turning that focus that you would spend trying to control other people and things into yourself. So be on the lookout for that next week. Things are happening over here. I know that I've been talking about something I've been working on and I'm so excited to share it with you. I've kind of been sharing little nuggets here and there in the podcast, but make sure that you are signed up to get notifications when it's coming out because I'm going to do a little pre- gift to my audience for being so amazing. And if you're looking for an opportunity to be coached, um, this might be the opportunity for you. So yeah, let me know. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if anything comes up um, that you want answered. I had a plan yesterday to go live in the Facebook group. And of course, Mercury retrograde had a different plan. Literally all social platforms went down at the exact time that I was going live. So I will be going live again sometime this week um, addressing the negative mindset question that I was asked earlier. So join me in the Facebook group so we can dive deeper into these topics. And if you have questions, I can coach you live. Um, I think you're amazing. And I hope that you think that you're amazing today after listening to this episode. All right, friend, have a beautiful, beautiful day. I can't wait to connect with you soon. Remember to love yourself. You are 100% lovable. Own your happiness. Own it. It's yours. And keep shining that bright light because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time. Bye.